It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Our final game predictions for the Commanders and the New York Giants. Sunday night football. It is on. It's finally here and it's next on the Locked On Commanders podcast. Come and join us. You are Locked On Commanders, your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Commanders fans, good to have you with us right here on the Locked On Commanders podcast. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're all platforms and your daily podcast cover the Washington Commanders. We are available on YouTube, the Odyssey app, and WUSA Plus on your Roku or Amazon Fire Stick. But thank you for making us your first listen and or view of the day. I'm Chris Russell. is out for this particular episode. Uh, he is dealing with some of the weather that we had in the Virginia and western part of Virginia area. Uh, So we certainly wish him and his family the best. David will rejoin us as long as everything goes okay at FedEx Field Sunday night, where we have a live host commission for you uh, about an hour and a half or so after the final whistle, uh, after we have a chance to get down to the locker room and get back upstairs late into the night, early into the morning, win or lose. David is covering the Washington Commanders for SI.com's Fan Nation and Commander Country. I am Chris Russell. comes to me and Pete Medhurst every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to noon Eastern time, live on the Team 980, all throughout the DMV area and or the always live, free and on-demand Odyssey app. All right, here we go. The final injury report for the Commanders and the Giants looks like this. Not bad is how we would say it. Sadiq Charles, concussion, he has been ruled out. F.A. Obata hurt his finger apparently during uh, Friday's practice, was not on the injury report uh, at all leading into Friday, was. believe he got banged up, banged his finger, hand somehow. Uh, I wasn't there. Uh, But just based on what I uh, had heard uh, that was reported by some of the reporters, uh, and I'm not sure if they saw it or if Ron Rivera mentioned it to them or a team spokesman mentioned it to him. Either way, F.A. Obata finger is on the injury report for the first time, which is interesting. Cam Sims back, Chase Young knee, and Benjamin St. Juice ankle. They were all listed as questionable. Again, Charles out, Obata, Sims, Young, and Benjamin St. Just all listed as questionable. All were limited on Friday. Antonio Gibson, Andrew Norwell, Brian Robinson Jr. were all limited throughout the week, but all three have no designated game status, so they're good to go barring anything late that pops up. Montez Sweat and James Smith-Williams both practiced in full the last few days and have no game status, which is obviously good news considering how we started The week when I was last with you, we had found out that they were in concussion protocol. Ron was optimistic, but you never know. 
right now, everything looks to be a go. Trey Turner will start at right guard per the head coach and was full go the last two days. That's obviously important for many reasons. Sam Cosme and Jamin Davis were full go throughout the week in terms of practice. So that is a positive. Uh, before we get to the Giants, just a couple of things. Uh, we still don't know if Chase Young's going to play or not. Uh, they keep saying it's about him being mentally confident. I guess we'll see it when we see it. Doesn't sound like they're overly optimistic about Sunday night. So I wouldn't expect it, but who knows? When we get to right around 6.45 Eastern time, we might have a better answer on that. We'll have a definitive answer uh, on that. But I wouldn't expect it. And even if they, again, I probably guessed no more than 10 snaps, somewhere in that range, maybe third and eight plus, somewhere in that range. And that's it. And that's if he plays. And that is no sure thing. Um, Benjamin St. Juice was questionable again, is questionable, and was limited on Friday. He's missed the last two games. You know, again, it's short week against San Francisco coming up. Long road trip. You'd need him for the final stretch here. Do you go with Benjamin St. Just? I probably would tend to bet against it. Whereas earlier in the week, it seemed more positive, but it seems a little bit more iffy now. Um, so I would probably tend to think, that St. Juice, maybe out of an abundance of caution, gets one more week here. Again, remember, it's a short week and a short turnaround, and you don't want to do something that limits him against the Giants and also maybe potentially takes him out against San Francisco, Cleveland, and or Dallas. And I know Christian Holmes struggled in the game at MetLife Stadium, was eventually benched for Danny Johnson. I got it. I understand that. But remember, one of the plays that he gave up, gave up was the 55-yarder to Darius Slayton, which Slayton pushed off. Clearly, offensive pass interference not called. And then the other one was just an absolutely ridiculous route uh, by Isaiah Hodgson in the red zone who just undressed Christian Holmes and would have undressed almost any quarterback. It was just an absurd route. So I'm not sitting here going, oh, my gosh, there's no way they can play defense without Benjamin St. Juice. Would I like him? Absolutely. I want him to be healthy because he missed the last couple of games. I want him to be healthy. And I need him more, I think, for San Francisco with Brandon Ayuk, with no Debo Samuel in all likelihood, but out there. Uh, and, uh, you know, they have some other receivers. Uh, and Christian McCaffrey out of the backfield. Uh, not that St. Juice would be covering all those guys, but you want as many of your best pieces available for what is a much harder game to win than this game, even though the Giants can move the football through the air as they proved two weeks ago. All right. Not a big deal because, again, Trey Turner is back, full go. He's going to start. And then on top of that, Sam Cosme, surprise, surprise, who's always injured, was full go in practice. So he'll be your backup right guard. And I suppose if something happens to both of those guys, Wes Schweitzer could move over and play right guard. Nick Martin could come in and play center. Uh, so that's that deal. Um, they're still not great on the interior, 
but I guess it's better than when we started the week, when we didn't know about Turner status, when we didn't know about Cosme status, right? Uh, so, so it's better than what it was looking. Uh, again, Montez Sweat and James Smith-Williams being out of real danger of missing this game is huge, barring some sort of last-minute setback, which you never know, headaches, what have you, especially when you consider F.A. Obata and Chase Young status, both. So questionable and iffy and up in the air. Obata probably can play if it's a finger. If it's a hand, that might be different. We'll have to see again, uh, if not before Sunday night, on Sunday night. All right. So those are some of the key injuries for the Giants. Josh Izidju, uh, an offensive lineman who's missed the last couple of weeks, including the first matchup. Padori Jackson, their top corner, who again missed the first matchup two weeks ago. And Shane Lemieux, an offensive guard, who again missed the first matchup. They are all out. Linebacker Ellerson Smith was put on IR. Daniel Bellinger was limited and is questionable. He's a key because he's a crafty tight end that can hurt you a little bit when you least expect it. Richie James, wide receiver, questionable, but he practiced in full on Friday, so he should be good to go. So is defensive end linebacker Jihad Ward. Leonard Williams, questionable and was limited all week, so we will see if he can get back in the lineup. Dexter Lawrence, good to go. Uh, and one other note, according to Dan Duggan of The Athletic, Landon Collins is going to get the promotion from the practice squad. Of course, you remember Landon Collins was drafted by the New York Giants, played with the New York Giants for four years, left as a free agent to come to the Washington NFL franchise. Didn't exactly go the way he or they were expecting, and he was released at the end of last year and then signed back with the Giants a couple of weeks into this season, but again has been on the practice squad. So it looks like he's going to get a call up to return against his former team for his former and yet current team. The game is announced as a sellout as of early Friday evening, but the commanders announced that they are indeed paying the fare. Keep trains open an hour longer from the Morgan Street station, which is the one outside of FedEx Field, for those of you uh, unfamiliar and another you know, forgot uh, so that fans can get home. That is nice of them. I wish they would discount parking. I wish they would help out on parking. Uh, there's no reason why they charge an egregious price for parking other than they get to pocket all that money and they don't have to share it with the NFL. And they know people don't like to use Metro to come to FedEx Field, so they charge a premium, uh, which is unfair, but at least they're trying to do something, I guess, to help out the fans who choose to take the Metro uh, to the game. All right, coming up, a note from Ron Rivera and Jason Wright. This one, a little over the top, plus an over-the-top prediction for the Commanders that doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. That's next, right here on the Locked On Commanders podcast. Good to have you with us. But first, this episode is brought to you by Tommy John. That's right. Don't make your loved ones face the dead of winter in old t-shirts, ancient underwear, and ratty old sweats. Help them fight cold with Cozy. Give the gift of Tommy John. Next, you want to know about Tommy John? Of course you do. You're more than comfortable uh, in Tommy John apparel because you can do everything better. Think about it, right? When you're cozy, when you're warm, when you feel good, when you look good, 
you are good. Shop Tommy John's. Wrap it up sale right now and give the gift of comfort to everyone on your list, including you. That's right. New Tommy John underwear, loungewear, and pajamas. Over 18 million pairs sold. Give Tommy John has become a holiday tradition. 97% of women and men love getting a gift from Tommy John. They don't have customers. Nope, they have fanatics. Kind of like the commanders have fanatics, right? Sometimes. Uh, you should get Tommy John for everyone, again, on your list. Here's what you're going to do. Hurry to Tommy John's Wrap It Up sale and get 30% off of everything, plus free shipping at TommyJohn.com slash locked on. Order to get ready for the holidays. That's 30% off. Plus free shipping at tommyjohn.com slash locked on. Tommyjohn.com slash locked on. See the site for details. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, we're back here on the Locked On Commanders podcast. Good to have you with us. Thanks again for making us your first listen and view of the day. Now make your second listen, the Locked On Sports Today podcast from the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports. Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, so the Commanders, <clears throat> well, I mean, this is something. They uh, sent out a note on Twitter that was tagged, please send this to your boss before you leave for the weekend. Okay. It's a dear blank letter, and it literally has the blank. We want to respectfully ask your permission for blanks. Late arrival on Monday. We're hosting a huge divisional game against the Giants on Sunday that will bring a lot of adrenaline and attention to the DMV. Anticipation has been building for two weeks. Playoff stakes are high, and it will take place on the primetime stage with kickoff at 8.20 p.m. All of that said, we're thinking it could be a long night. Lots of fans going to the stadium, listening on Big 100 and watching on TV. Might have had a hard time getting to sleep. Some wiggle room to start the week would be much appreciated. And any slack that will surely be picked up right after all of our heart rates normalize on Monday around lunchtime. Thank you in advance. Hail to the commanders. Signed by Ron Rivera, head coach, and Jason Wright, the president of the organization. Well, that's cute, isn't it? That's cute. Ah. <sighs> I'll just say that's cute. I mean, I get the I get the whole idea. It's funny. I'm sure a lot of Commanders fans are going to lap that up like thirsty dogs. That's cute. That's all I can say. Um, 
I'm going to be sleeping in a parking garage Sunday night into Monday morning uh, and and up early uh, after not getting to sleep until about four o'clock in the morning. Uh, so you know, I don't have a whole lot of sympathy for anybody, uh, but that's OK. That's OK. Um, I hope the fans come out full throat. Uh, and make it a raucous atmosphere. There's lots of tickets available last time I checked. Uh, nah, lots might be a stretch. There are tickets available. Uh, the game has not been listed as a sellout by any stretch. Um, if it was, they would have announced it, trust me, because they can't wait to promote that they actually have more fans uh, than people think they do. But anyway, it has not been announced as a sellout as of Friday night. All right, so... Here's the deal with another story that I found on Friday, and it was kind of incredulous, to be honest with you. Brandon Marshall, longtime, very good receiver in the NFL, uh, has done some media things in the post-playing career. He was on the Kay Adams show. You may remember Kay Adams is the host of Good Morning Football Network. Well, she went to FanDuel TV, which is a new television outlet, uh, of course, you know, uh, FanDuel, fantasy sports and all that stuff, right? Uh, and on the Kay Adams show, Marshall, I guess, said that he likes the Commanders possibly, maybe, as a Super Bowl dark horse. That's right, as a Super Bowl dark horse. The problem is basically he said he liked every team, including the Eagles, the 49ers, the Cowboys. Uh, and then he kind of mentioned the commanders and Kay Adams went nuts. If you haven't seen the video, we posted it on LO commanders at LO commanders on our Twitter feed. Right. You can see it. And she just went, was kind of beside herself. Oh my gosh. You gave me a huge, huge, okay, relax, calm down. Just saying, let's pump the brakes. But then Brandon Marshall, in one of his answers about the commanders and why he feels confident in them, said that they would take on the Seahawks in the Super Bowl. I'm scratching my head. I'm thinking, wait a second. Are the Seahawks even going to make the NFL playoffs? Number two, uh, there's one slight problem. The Seahawks can't face the commanders in the Super Bowl. Now, they could could somehow face them to get to the Super Bowl, and maybe that's what Brandon Marshall meant. But I had to go back and listen to it probably about eight or nine times to make sure that I was hearing it right. And he sure as you know what said, the commanders would possibly be taking on the Seahawks in the Super Bowl, not to get to the Super Bowl. Probably, again, a misspoke, uh, a misspeak, misspeak, just like I did, uh, but still, just something to note, something to note before we all go gaga that Brandon Marshall thought that the commanders could get to the Super Bowl. He also mentioned, again, a number of other teams, but it is duly noted, and you can, again, watch for yourself. Uh, we have the link, the video, uh, at LO Commanders. Go check it out. Meanwhile, Seattle lost on Thursday night to San Francisco, which clinched the NFC West for the San Francisco 49ers, who happened to be the commander's next opponent next Saturday, Christmas Eve, at Levi's Stadium in San Francisco. 
It hurt the Seahawks' playoff chances, obviously, because they're now 7-7. Seven and seven. They're losers of two in a row at home in the last five days. Remember, they lost to Carolina. The Commanders have, have quote-unquote, won without actually getting on the field uh, because Seattle has helped them out here twice. Of course, Washington and the Giants tied at 7-5-1. and one. They have the last and final two playoff spots in the NFC. Seattle on the outside looking in with hard-charging Detroit coming on the outside. One other note before we get to our game predictions, Lewis Riddick of ESPN noted this on Twitter. He had a team-by-team list of non-first-round picks from the 2022 draft, the most recent draft, non-first-round picks. And he noted that these particular players could be impact players by year three or sooner. And he stressed non-obvious selections, meaning he tried to stay away from second-round picks as well. There are no first-round picks, because that's easy or obvious, but he tried to stay away from second-round picks. And by the looks of the list, he did. For the Washington Commanders, and this might not be a surprise, I mean, but maybe it is a surprise when you consider that's over Brian Robinson, right? Think about that. That's over Brian Robinson, just to name someone right off the top of my head. You know, not to mention Percy Butler and and others. Sam Howell. (laughs) Hello. Chris Paul. How about that? Now, Chris Paul is highly thought of and played. And I hope it works out. I, I, I know some good things about him. I know he's versatile at Tulsa. I know people think highly of him. I think people think he's smart and hardworking and, again, versatile and stout. Better than Sam Howell, better than Brian Robinson. You know, proof is going to have to be in the pudding on this one. Proof is going to have to be in the pudding. All right, we'll come back and wrap it up with our final game preview right here on the Locked On Commanders podcast. Our key players, bold predictions, and final score prediction next. But first, this episode is brought to you by our friends at Total Wine and More. Guys, this holiday season, find what you love at Total Wine and More with so many great bottles to choose from. It's easy to find a new favorite, Cabernet or Chardonnay, or the perfect gifts for everyone on your list with some help from a friendly guide. And all with the confidence of knowing you found something special for up to only a total wine and more curbside pickup and delivery available in most areas. Totalwine.com to learn more. Drink responsible B21. Let me tell you something, just as a side. I go to Total Wine every year right before Christmas. And I load up. And it's not only, it's not only uh the Great wine selection. And I mean, you can get any wine that you are looking for, period. But also beer, IPAs, craft, and they have some really cool food items. You are not going to be disappointed. Go to Total Wine and more and tell them Locked On sent you. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. 
Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, we wrap things up with our key players, our score predictions, and our bowl predictions. And let's do it right here, right now. I'm going to go with Curtis Samuel as my key player for the Washington Commanders. You might be asking, well, why? Why Curtis Samuel over Terry McLaurin or Jahan Dotson, who scored touchdowns the last time out, or Logan Thomas, who should have scored a touchdown if Taylor Heineke didn't sail one at the five-yard line? Well, Curtis Samuel, obviously, we know how versatile he is, how much of a weapon he is on jet sweeps, jet motion, jet gives, uh, fakes, all of that. Running the ball out of the backfield directly as a running back. Had a big 21-yard gash up the middle that I thought was going to help win the game for the Commanders in overtime two weeks ago at MetLife Stadium before the offense went kaput in three straight plays and they had to punt. Curtis Samuel can do it all. Curtis Samuel has stayed healthy. One area that I would like Washington to use Curtis Samuel more out of is out of the backfield as a receiver, right? Because now people are thinking, run, 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 run. Oh, when he's lined up back there or when he's lined up as a jet, he's going to run. How about doing what you did week two in Detroit? Line him up in the backfield behind the quarterback. That time it was Carson Wentz. He ran a wheel route, caught a touchdown in stride, and bam. Haven't seen that unless I'm forgetting something since then. So maybe a good time to break that out. Curtis Samuel, my key player. As far as my bold prediction, how about this? It's going to be cold on Sunday night at FedEx Field. There's no doubt about that. These two offenses are not exactly built towards a lot of success. They're both kind of ball control offenses, spotty offensive lines, spotty quarterbacks, although Daniel Jones has been fairly consistent this year. We know Taylor Heineke, all he does is win, but it's a checkered, checkered road to get there, right? My bold prediction is neither team is going to score 20 points. And the commander's defense, how about this, will contribute directly or heavily to a score. That means either a fumble recovery return for a touchdown, an interception, or an interception fumble recovery or something to set up a touchdown deep in Giants territory. Could be anywhere, but deep in Giants territory. I think if you see it, that'll help out the offense not have to generate so many points on their own against a good Giants pass rush, but a shaky giant defense in the back seven, if you will. All right, so that's my bold prediction. Either team gets to 20 points, which means my final prediction. Now, on 1067, the fan on Friday afternoon with JP Finley and Brian Mitchell, I predicted a 16 16 tie. I got to admit, I was doing a little bit of shtick. Uh, I was going for the cheap laugh. Nobody should be surprised if these two outfits tie each other again and get up for the second time in three weeks. But I can't predict a tie. 
So I'm going to go with the next best thing. The Washington Commanders beat the New York Giants 17-13. So says I. And I am undefeated when I pick the Commanders to win. Now, we did have the tie two weeks ago. So if that is considered a loss in your eyes, okay, I consider it a tie, a draw, a push. I haven't, when I picked the commanders, I haven't lost. I haven't lost. Just something to keep in mind. And they are 5-1-1 one, and one in their last seven and look to make it 6-1-1 one, and one in their last eight and improve to 8-5-1. and one. And if they can get an eighth win this Sunday night at FedEx Field, that will be the most amount of wins that they've had in a single season since 2016, when they were 8-7-1. and one. Also, the last year, they had a tie for some irony. That, a tie in London against the Cincinnati Bengals under Jay Gruden and under a different name. This time, maybe they can get to an eighth win with three games to spare, which would obviously represent improvement and the single high mark for Ron Rivera's three years. All right, that is going to do it for us right here on the Locked On Commanders podcast. Thanks for making us your first listen and view of the day. Come on back for another fresh episode. And we'll have a late night live post-game episode from FedEx Field, Sunday night into Monday morning. Just bear with us. If you're running on adrenaline, if you're one of those guys, Jason Wright and Ron Rivera were talking about in the form letter, stay up late with us again Sunday night into Monday morning. Now for your second listen and view of the day, check out Locked on Sports Today with Peter Bukowski and friends. Games that matter to the biggest stories in sports go beyond the scoreboard, behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. It's available, again, everywhere you download your podcasts, YouTube, and the Odyssey app. If you want to hop in, it's 301-615-3577, 301-615-3577. Again, we'll be back post-game from FedEx Field. If you're out and about, please take the one enjoy the game. And if you see us at FedEx Field, come and say hi. David should be back with us, as always. Thank you for joining us right here Oh. The Locked On Commanders Podcast. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.